You're listening to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. We want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Todd Lesher, and I am excited to announce that we have a brand new Adventure Joe story for you and your family to enjoy together. If you're not familiar with the Adventure Joe stories, it's just a fun way that we create an experience for you and your kids that incorporates a Bible message and a relevant application to their lives. And so we'd like for you to listen to it and enjoy it with your family. It also has a brand new song from Mike Adkins and A.C. Lee for you all to enjoy together. We really hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Sparky, where are you? What's that? You found a giant dog bone? Let's see what you got. Oh, wow. That is a giant bone. I don't think that's a dog bone, though. Instead, it looks like a dinosaur bone that Professor Todd is excavating. I know, Sparky. We haven't been on an adventure in a long time. There must be something exciting for us to do. I'm getting so bored just sitting here around the Exploratorium. Sparky, did you hear that? It's coming out of this ancient rotary phone. Hello there. You've reached the Exploratorium. I'm currently in the land Haw of Wax. Leave me a message after the dinosaur roar. Hello, Professor Todd. It's your good friend, Lady Littleton, and we need your help as soon as possible. For hundreds of years, my family has had a castle in Alnwick, England. Somewhere in our castle is our family crown, lost many years ago when the legendary Dark Knight invaded my family's lands. Professor Todd, can you please come to England and help finally recover our lost family crown? You're right, Sparky. This sounds like our next great adventure. Let's pack up our gear and get our plane ready for takeoff. We don't have time to wait for Professor Todd. Didn't you hear the message? They need our help right away. Professor Todd will just hear the message when he gets back from the Hall of Wax. For now, let's get ready to head out on our quest for the missing crown. Check it out, Sparky! It's the beautiful country of England, which is home to countless castles and adventures. Good job, Sparks. You're such a good research dog. You looked up an article about the castle of Alnwick. It says, Crown was lost when the Dark Knight captured the castle, blah, blah, blah. He locked all the people in the dungeon, blah, 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 blah. No one has seen the crown or the Dark Knight since. I don't think you have anything to worry about. This happened years ago. There's no way we'll run into the Dark Knight. Whew, 
We made it. Look at the size of that castle. It's gigantic. Hey, let's head for the drawbridge. Careful around the moat, Sparky. You don't want to fall in there. They sure wanted to keep people out, didn't they? Oh, Sparky, we don't have time to pray for God's help. We need to get inside. I'll just take my rope and throw it on that metal pole and then we can swing across. Sparky, quit being so negative. What could go wrong? Here we go. One, two, three. Yeah, got it. Okay, Sparky, let's put you in my backpack and here we go. No! Okay, Sparky. I guess that wasn't the best thing to do. Good thing I know how to doggy paddle. You're right, you're right. We should have prayed. Let's do it now. Dear God, we pray that you will give us guidance on our adventure and protect us as we search for the missing crown. May all we do glorify you above all else. Amen. What is it, Sparky? Jimmy's in the well? Oh, you found a bell. The sign says, ring the bell and do not fear. Before you know it, the bridge will be near. Well, I guess we should give it a try. Wow, it worked. And it sure looks dark on the other side, doesn't it, Sparky? <laughs> You're right, girl. I need to remember our last adventure when we had to enter the cave of darkness. Professor Todd taught us that God is always with us. Let's cross over and see what's on the other side. I won't be afraid. The Lord is with me. I won't be afraid. The Lord is with me. We made it. Woo! Look at this place. So this is how kings and queens lived. The rooms are so big. And look at all the fancy furniture, Sparky. I could get used to this. Wow, this must be the royal dining room. Look at how big that table is. And I bet this is where the king and all his knights would eat dinner. Sparky, get off that chair. That's for the king. What do you mean, how do I know? Because I know, okay? Besides, I want to sit in the chair. Oh, you don't think I should sit here because I'm not the king? <laughs> I would make the best king ever. I would order everyone to do whatever I told them to do. I am not being selfish. I'm just acting like a king. And you know what? If you don't like it, I, I might just throw you in the dungeon. Because that's what kings and queens do. So you better do what I say, Sparky. Oh, so now you're going to run away, huh? Sparky. 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 Oh, no. I hurt Sparky's feelings and she's run off. I need to find her. Sparky! 
Hello? Anybody home? Ouch! If I step on one more dog bone... Adventure Joe! Where are you? I said you could keep Sparky if you clean up after her. Joe! Sparky! I wonder where they could be. Hello, Professor Todd. It's your good friend, Lady Littleton. And we need your help as soon as possible. For hundreds of years, my family has had a castle in Alnwick, England. Somewhere in our castle is our family crown, lost many years ago when the legendary Dark Knight invaded my family's lands. Professor Todd, can you please come to England and help finally recover our lost family crown? Oh, brother. I know exactly where they went. I have got to stop screening my calls. I chased away my best friend just because I wanted to be the best king ever. I have looked all over this castle and I can't find her anywhere. Adventure Joe, what's wrong? Professor Todd, you scared me. Boy, am I glad to see you. <laughs> all right, Adventure Joe. You can stop hugging me now. And tell me, how's your adventure been? Not very fun, honestly. I wasn't very nice to Sparky, and she ran off. She could be anywhere. She's all alone in this rainy, foggy, foreign land. It's almost like I can still hear her tiny little bark. See? There it is again. Joe, that was a dog bark. What? I think Sparky is still in the castle. What did you say that made Sparky run off? I might have said something like, if she didn't listen to me, I might have to throw her in the dungeon or something. Then she called me selfish and ran off. Can you believe that, Professor Todd? Me? Selfish? <laughs> What's the big deal about being selfish anyhow? Well, that's a great question, Adventure Joe, and one that is going to lead us on an even bigger adventure today. Jump in the time machine. A bigger adventure than this one? All right, let's go. We'll be back, Sparky! Wow! Look at all the people heading towards this castle. Whoa, Professor Todd, look at this proclamation. Let's see what it says. <clears throat> By royal decree, all women in the land must hereby register themselves with the realm's royal registry and hitherto attend a royal party so the king, our sovereign, may select a woman to betroth. Huh? King is looking for a wife. Oh, so you mean somebody at this party is going to be chosen to be queen and live in the castle? Yep. Well, quick, let's go inside. <laughs> Slow down, Joe. Come on, this is so exciting. I wish I could be chosen to be king. I would be the best king ever. I would make them serve me hamburgers every night, and I would eat as many french fries as I want. Ah, uh, Joe, we already have a king like that. It's called Burger King. <laughs> Professor Todd, I would be the best king ever. People would do whatever I wanted them to. Well, it doesn't quite work like that, Joe. 
You see, as a king, you... Oh, oh, wait, look! There they are! Who? It's Mordecai. He's right over there. Look! See him? He's with the woman with the long, dark hair. That's his cousin, Esther. He's preparing her to meet the king. Oh, cool. So she can become queen. This is a big deal. So where are her parents? You're right, Joe. But her parents died. And Mordecai took her in. And he treats her like his own daughter and wants nothing but the best for her. She doesn't seem very excited, though. Well, believe it or not, Esther doesn't want to be queen. What? How could you not want to be queen? Professor Todd, is there any way I can talk some sense into this girl? <laughs> Unfortunately not, Joe. The story has already been written. But wait, hurry up. They're heading inside. Let's follow them so we can get close enough to hear. But Mordecai, I do not want to be queen. I have just spent the whole night praying that God will make the king choose someone else. Surely there is no way the king will choose a peasant Jewish girl as his next queen. Oh, Esther, we should never pray for what we want to happen. Instead, our prayer should always be about what God wants to happen through us. I think I understand you, Mordecai. You mean instead of praying that the king will not choose me to be his next queen, I should pray, God, if you want me to be queen, then help me to be a good one. Okay, I will do my best to pray this way from now on. Professor Todd, what's the big deal here? Why wouldn't she want to be queen? This is not easy for Esther. She's Jewish, which means she's one of God's chosen people. Not everyone like them. Plus, she must spend a year away from her family in a castle before the king chooses his next bride. A whole year? That is a long time to be away from home. You're right, Joe. But that's not the hardest thing Mordecai is asking her to do. Remember, the king is not Jewish. He has told her that she must not tell anyone that she is Jewish. She must hide that she is one of God's people? Don't do it, Esther! So does that mean we have to wait a whole year to find out what happens? Oh, Adventure Joe, you have so much to learn. We can jump forward a year in our story with the... TIME MACHINE! Now this should be good. Let's do it! Wow! This place is amazing! These rooms are really nice. Hold on. Look! There's Esther! Wow! She's in a really nice room. That's because God's blessing was upon her. I wish I had that kind of favor. Then I could become king. Joe, you do have favor with the Lord. You're just on a different adventure. Oh, look out. Whoa! What's all this hubbub about? We arrived at the perfect time. Her servants are here to take her before the king. You mean he's about to select his queen? She looks nervous though, doesn't she? I'm sure she is. This is a big day that could change her life forever. Okay, I can't take it anymore. You have to tell me who the king chooses. N no, wait. Don't tell me, because what if he doesn't choose Esther? N no, I have to know. No, who did the king choose to be his next queen? I hope you have your running shoes on, Joe, because we've got to be quick if we're going to make it to the throne room in time. Bring in the next maiden so that I may meet her and see if she will be my next queen. <laughs> we made it. 
Whew. I've got to start working out more. Are you okay, Professor Todd? I don't think I've ever seen anyone sweat that much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm fine. You must be thinner in BC. Move out of the way, Professor Todd! Esther is right behind us. Doesn't Esther look beautiful? She truly looks like a queen. This woman shall be my next queen. You have cared for her well, and her beauty surpasses all others inside and out. Thank you. Woohoo! Way to go, Esther! And everyone lived happily ever after. Not quite, Joe. This isn't the end of the story. In fact, it's just beginning. You mean I haven't learned my lesson about being selfish yet? Joe, with Queen Esther now living in the castle, Mordecai, her cousin, missed her greatly. Every day he would make a point to be able to see her because it brought him great joy. Deep down, he worried that someone would find out that Esther was a Jew and it would cause her harm. And he knew he needed to trust God for her protection. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. There were many challenges for Esther as the new queen. One day, while outside the castle, Mordecai overheard some of the king's guards plotting to hurt the king while he slept. He ran to Esther and told her that she needed to tell the king. His own guards were going to hurt him? They should be thrown into the dungeon for sure! Esther could not believe it, Joe. She was afraid, though. But if she did nothing, the king would surely die. Finally, Esther hurried through the gardens and made her way to the throne of King Xerxes. Esther bowed and took the king's hand. What is it, my queen? You look troubled. I heard that some of your guards are plotting to hurt you as you sleep. How do you know this, Queen Esther? Well, my cousin heard them plotting at the gate. They plan to bribe your servant. I will call my guards and tell them to arrest these men immediately. Thank you, Esther. You saved my life. Of course, my king. But it was really Mordecai's doing, sir. Please give him my thanks, and thank you for coming to me without delay. Way to go, Esther! She saved the life of the king! She did, but this was nothing compared to the next challenge Esther would face. Let's jump ahead a little and see what happens next. Yeah, let's go! Where are we now, Professor Todd? We're outside the castle, and Mordecai's over there watching the people. Look, here comes Haman, servant to the king. Everyone's bowing to him. He must think he's a pretty important guy. But look, Mordecai is not bowing down. Won't he get in trouble for that? He might, Joe. But Mordecai believes he should only bow before God. If we follow behind him, we can hear what he's saying. I'll get rid of this man once and for all. <laughs> Who does he think he is not bowing before me? Better yet, I won't just get rid of him. He's part of the Jewish group, and I will get rid of all of them. <laughs> I have the perfect way to do it, too. First, I need to see King Xerxes. Come on, Joe, let's pick up the pace. Ah, King Xerxes, your majesty, it has come to my attention that there is a group of people in this land that do not respect you or your laws. They are a bad example for your other subjects and must be dealt with before they begin to plot against you and cause trouble throughout your whole kingdom. King, I have a plan to get rid of all of them and protect you. I am giving you my ring so that all will know that you can do what you wish with these people to stop them. 
I've got Mordecai now. <laughs> he will wish he had kissed my feet after he hears what I'm going to do. I hereby order that all the Jewish people in the kingdom will be put to death on the 13th day of the 12th month. <laughs> but they are plotting against him. Haman is lying. Professor Todd, this is hard to hear. Why can't people just treat others like God wants? Joe, I know this is hard to hear, but don't forget that we need to trust God to protect Esther and her people. Let's jump over to where Esther is and see what happens next. What should I do? If I go to his throne without being asked to enter, I could be put to death. But perhaps the reason God allowed me to become queen was so he could use me to stop his people from being put to death. Please send a message to Mordecai to gather all the Jewish people in the kingdom and ask them to fast for me to know what to do. For three days we will not eat or drink, and when this is done, I will go to the king and tell him, even if it means I die. Come on, Professor Todd. Let's jump ahead three days and see what happens next. I have to know if Esther is able to stop Haman from hurting God's people. Look over there, Joe. Esther is outside the throne room. She is risking her very life to try and save the lives of all the Jewish people in the kingdom. Who is interrupting my time? Don't you know how much work it takes to run a kingdom? How dare you interrupt me? Queen Esther, you look scared and weak. Are you okay? What is it you wish? Whatever you want, even if it's half of my kingdom, it's yours. My lord, if it pleases the king, would you and Haman come and attend a special banquet today that I have arranged just for the both of you? You must truly miss me, Queen Esther. Of course we will attend. Servant, please send word to Haman to be ready to attend this banquet that Queen Esther has prepared today. Haman agreed. Oh, Joe, I almost forgot. After Haman was leaving the banquet, he passed by Mordecai, and this time, not only did he not bow before him, he did not even bother to stand up. Uh-oh, that must have made Haman even more mad. It sure did, Joe. He was planning to talk to the king to see if he could get rid of Mordecai even sooner. But that night, God stirred the dreams of King Xerxes. He remembered that he had not done anything to honor Mordecai for saving his life. The next day he asked Amon what he should do to honor a special man in his kingdom. Let's go! Haman, I need your help. There's a special man I would like to honor. A man who has saved my life. How should I honor him? Oh, he must be wanting to honor me. <coughs> King! You should send the king's robe, the king's horse, and the king's crown to be placed upon my, I, I mean, <laughs> this special man. Your servant should go before the man and proclaim for all to hear that this man is honored by the king. Haman, I knew you would have a great idea. Now hurry and take my things and my personal horse and honor the Jew outside the gate named Mordecai for saving my life. Do not fail to do one thing of all that you have said. Oh man, look at Haman's face. He looks furious. How does he make his eyes look so big? I don't know, Joe. It's truly an anomaly. 
Things are about to get worse for him. They're heading to Queen Esther's banquet now. We have got to keep up. Whew, made it. Wow, look at all this food. I know we can't talk to people, but can we eat the food? Joe, put the cupcake down and back away slowly from the table. Please, Queen Esther, tell me what it is that you would ask of me. Whatever it is, even if it is half of my kingdom, it will surely be yours. If the king is pleased with me, I request that the king will save my life and all the lives of the Jews. We face death soon. I and all my people are to be killed. Every one of us must die. Who dares to threaten harm on you or any of your family, Queen Esther? This wicked Haman is the one that threatens all of us. He is so eaten up with envy and selfishness that he's trying to destroy my people just to get even with one man, Mordecai. Busted! Cancel the orders. Guards, arrest this man. Haman, how dare you go behind my back? Your selfishness and deceit will be your demise. Wait, no, King, I, I was just trying to protect you. No! Wow, so her people are safe now? Yes, they are. Peace was restored to the kingdom again. Queen Esther and her people were safe because she was willing to go in front of the king, even if it cost her her life. She trusted God and followed what he said, even if it wasn't clear to her. Esther put the needs of others above the needs of herself, Joe. The same thing is true for us. In John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. What does that mean? It means we should never treat people less just to get what we want in life. Instead, we should be a disciple that share God's love with all those we meet. I'm feeling pretty awful, Professor Todd. I was acting so selfishly and treated my best friend Sparky really badly. I need to find my little buddy and make things right. It sounds like you're ready to head back to Alnwick Castle and finish the adventure we started. I sure am. Ready or not, here we come, Sparky. And hey, while we're at it, let's solve the mystery of the missing crown. Sparky! Where are you, buddy? We have to find our Professor Todd in this big old castle. It'll be okay, Joe. We need to trust God that he will show us the way. Why don't we go down those steps and see if we can find her down there? But, but those stairs lead down into the dungeon. It looks a little dark and creepy down there. Joe, you're not still afraid of the dark, are you? No! I just don't think Sparky's down there. Oh, Joe. How about I go down with you? I mean, I guess if you're too scared to go down there alone, I can go with you. Sparky, are you down here? I know I don't have to be afraid, but I can hardly see anything. I agree, Joe. Wait, I think I found a light switch. Let me flip it on. It's the Dark Knight! Run! Wait, Joe! It's not the Dark Knight! It's just an old suit of armor! 
Did you hear that? It's Sparky. It sounds like it's coming from behind that wall. I, I don't see any way through, though. There must be a secret switch around here. Oh, wait. I think I found it. I, I bet these stairs will lead us straight up to Sparky. Let's go. Look, this secret passage has taken us to the royal throne room. Over there is the throne that the king or queen would have sat on to rule their kingdom. And look, Sparky is sitting on the throne. I'm so glad to see you, little buddy. Can you please forgive me for being so selfish and treating you in such a bad way? Oh, thanks for forgiving me, little buddy. Oh, wow. You do? What is it? I cannot believe I am asking this. But what did she say? She says she's found something that she wants to show us. Why are you trying to get under that royal throne? Did a ball go under there? Let me see, buddy. It looks like a button. Hey, let's push it and see. Hey, look, Joe. It's a secret compartment under the throne. And inside is the missing crown. We found it. Woohoo! Great job, team. When we work together, there's nothing we can't do with God on our side. Let's go back to the Exploratorium and we can let Lord Littleton know we found their family crown. Let's go! Whew, I sure am glad to be back, especially with my good friend Sparky by my side. You're my best friend too, Sparky. Professor Todd, let me help you clean that crown. Oh, thanks Joe. Acting selfish is never a good thing, is it, Professor Todd? No, it's not, Joe. Do you feel like you learned something from our latest adventure? I sure did. It would have been so easy for Queen Esther to keep quiet and not say anything to King Xerxes. But instead, she was willing to put her life on the line to protect her people. She showed me that God wants us to love others the way he loves us. Oh no! Professor, what is that? It's my nemesis, Dr. Chaos. He loves to spread chaos everywhere he goes. It's been a long time, Professor Todd. Not long enough. Ha! You think it's so easy taking people off to experience God's word firsthand where they can see and hear what happened? It's no wonder people listen to what you have to share with them. This guy wants to take you on the greatest adventure of all time, Adventure Joe. One where you do not always have to follow what God says. Don't listen to him, Joe. There will always be people questioning your faith. This is why it's even more important to trust God when this happens. Ha! Let's see how easy it is for Adventure Joe to trust God when he can't jump in your fancy time machine. What is he doing, Professor Todd? He's trying to take our time machine, Joe! And you're too late to stop me! No! He took our time machine! What are we going to do? There's only one thing we can do, Joe. We must go after him. And I know just where he's heading. Let's solve the case of the stolen time machine. This sounds like a job for Adventure Joe! <laughs> <laughs> and his sidekick, Sparky! <clears throat> oh, and I guess you can come too, Professor Todd. Oh, thanks, Joe. Hey, everyone. It's me again, 
We hope your kids enjoyed Adventure Joe and the Quest for the Missing Crown, and we hope it sparks some meaningful conversations with your kids about their lives and faith. The story of Queen Esther is an incredible story of courage and the power of trusting God when you deal with conflict and unpredictable circumstances. It also addresses some intense subjects like bullying, prejudice, and intimidation. You can read the whole story of Esther together with your family. It's located in the Old Testament section of the Bible, right between the books of Nehemiah and Job. Even though the story of Esther has some tough topics, we don't want to shy away from providing an opportunity for you to discuss these issues with your kids. So here are a couple questions to start the conversation. What was your favorite part of Adventure Joe and the quest for the missing crown? Why do you think some people are mean to others? How does Jesus want us to treat one another? And what do we want to be known for as a family? We hope these questions spark significant conversations with your kids. We believe that parents are the primary spiritual influence in the life and faith of a child. But remember, you don't have to be a Bible scholar or work at a church to talk to your kids about their faith. All it takes is a conversation, and from time to time you might have to say, I don't know, but we could find out together. Whatever you do, point your kids to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and worth trusting and following every step of the way. As a final statement regarding the story of Queen Esther, we never think it is okay to mistreat someone because they're different than us for whatever reason. Everyone is created in the image of God, and Jesus taught us to treat each other the way we want to be treated. If you would like some additional resources for raising your kids to accept others, we have two great episodes on the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast for you to listen to. One is called Raising Kids to Accept and Respect Others, and the other one is called Reviving the Dream. We also provide regular resources on a range of topics on our Forest Hill Family Ministry Facebook page that you can check out as well. These topics and conversations aren't always easy but what a privilege it is to be able to shape the life and faith of your kids. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you and your families at one of our Forest Hill Church locations soon. Parent on, parents. You got this.
Thanks for joining us for the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you showed your support by sharing, subscribing, and rating this podcast on iTunes. To watch our services live or find the campus nearest you, visit foresthill.org.